in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, all these are the people in your neighborhood. Wouldn't it be weird if people in our neighborhood like watch this and they were like, hey, I watched your show. Howdy, neighbor. What? Thanks. What if we started every show off like, howdy, neighbor? No, Mr. Rogers already did that. Oh. We haven't started our show off like we used to in a long time. Hello, butthole. Hello, butt face. <laughs> what do you uh, want to do today? I want to ruin the internet. Episode 77. Mm-hmm. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Uh-huh. Episode 77. It trips me out every time we get to a higher number. Yeah, it's weird. That's how numbers work. It is how numbers work, indeed. Do you want to just like get to it today? Yeah, might as well. Okay. Let me meow real quick. Okay. Okay. Meow. We're going to talk about Iron Man today. Oh, finally. Finally, after (laughs) one episode, we get to talk about Iron Man. I have to revel in this because I would consider myself to be a aficionado. Okay. Well, um, Iron Man was the first film to kick off the Marvel Universe. Right. So. Today, I want to talk about cool things about the Iron Man movie, the original. Okay, okay. And I want to drop some some knowledge on you. Dude, my computer really is listening to me. I just typed IR and went Iron Man trivia facts. <laughs> of course it did. That's weird. Wow. <laughs> so, May 2nd, 2008 is when it came out. That feels like just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um... It launched one of the most successful film tri- franchises ever. That's I right. can't make words right now. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that I read about that I thought was super cool was it was in development for years. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the time that it actually happened, in the late 90s, the character Iron Man was optioned by Fox. Mm-hmm. That would go on to make the Marvel movies X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Right. X-Men good, Fantastic Four bad. I liked Fantastic Four. That was all right oh, for what it great. is. Yeah. Um, by the year 2000, it had landed at New Line Pictures, and it bounced from writer to writer. And stu- <laughs> the studio even had a director in mind, the guy who directed The Notebook. Why? Which is super weird. Nick Cassavetes? Yeah. Why? Then, unfortunately... That means he would probably put that... Um, that dude in it from the notebook Ryan Gosling yeah yeah can you imagine can you imagine if he was Iron Man that would not be the same I can't imagine anyone in my head playing that character with the charisma and the dry sense of humor that Robert Downey Jr. has he was the only choice literally the only only choice choice. I wonder who else you know what I'm gonna look up who you should who else was up for it um so the guy at New Line Bob Shea was not a fan of the entire concept at all he argued that it made no sense that a heavy steel suit could make a man fly and was skeptical of the character's box office potential. So the Marvel folks, believing they could do a better job with the character, launched their own studio plan. They let New Line Cinema's <coughs> option on the film expire in 2005. What a mistake. <clears throat> right? And began developing their own take on what would become Iron Man. 
I think that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Did you find who else? I did. Auditioned? But um, later down in this article, it talks about one specifically. Uh huh. Tom Cruise was right. considered for the yeah. role. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Did you know? Uh, have you seen any of the little clips about um, how close Nicholas Cage got to playing Superman? I did. <clears throat> that's a whole. When set. we did our our Nicholas Cage deep dive. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I actually yeah, yeah. ran into a lot of info about that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sam Rockwell. <clears throat> Colin Farrell and Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Um, Patrick Dempsey, actually, there's a little bit of me that's like, okay, he's got a pretty dry, sarcastic sense of humor. That maybe would have worked. I could, I could have lived with Sam Rockwell. I could have lived with Sam Rockwell, although he does so much better as the nerdy guy. Yeah, and well, he played the nemesis. Right, exactly. Yeah. John Hammer, Justin Hammer, Justin Hammer. Yep. Yeah, and he he does it so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then this other list has um, Hugh Jackman, Nicolas Cage, Sam Rockwell, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, he would have been great. Okay, I'm not you, that one right there. Only person that I would put par on par with Robert Downey Jr. for that role. I think Rockwell could have pulled it off. Uh, maybe uh, he's a little doughy. He, he's just a little dopey. Yeah, like Timothy Olyphant would be Timothy, great, Timothy but Oliphant he's a little too tall, I think. And he was coming right off of Deadwood. You'd you'd yeah, think he'd I, be like cowboy. I think he could have killed that. Really? Man, I do. He's one Just of my favorite a, actors. I, I adore him. What's the He's first? so great. What's the first movie you fell in love with, Timothy? Go. Olsen? Me too. Absolutely. Yep. Go. Yeah. Even though he plays such a creepy weirdo, well, but and that was a heart like, of gold. Those are, you know, that was my heyday. Dude. Back in like the beginning of college. We should do an episode on Go. I love we that should. movie. It's so good. Let's make a note. So good. Uh, cool. So All what, right. what else about Iron Man is fascinating? So when Robert Downey Jr. showed up for his screen test, he mm -hmm. wore a tuxedo. <laughs> okay I would too man Shit. so when he when he went in to do that his career had kind of dropped off because he had had a lot of public struggles with his sobriety he had gone to jail a couple of times um Jean Favreau um fought for Robert Downey Jr. to get a shot at this character mm -hmm. um kind of because the personal demons that Tony Stark faces on his own could somewhat be very similar to the ones that Robert Downey Jr. faced in his real life. Right. You know? Yep. So I was, I was <clears throat> looking up a gap in his career before Iron Man. I thought yeah. Iron Man kind of rejuvenated it, but he's got one, two, three, four movies in 2007, a bunch in 2006. Did you, had you heard of any of them, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, we could go all the way back to... Like, it looks like the big gap was from, like, right after Ali McBeal, but... There's so good, Nelly. Gothica, Michael. Game Six, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Good Night kiss, kiss, and Good bang, Luck, bang. Family it's one Guy, of my movies. Uh, the Shaggy Dog. What about the one he did with um, the dog? And was it Zach Galifianakis? Oh, um, Long Way Home or um, Catch a Ride, dude. That was good. I guess it, it was with a, a French bulldog that looked like Gizmo. Due date. Due date. That's yeah. what it was. So yeah. bad. It was such a bad movie. I loved it. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so Downey was super eager to go in and audition and knock it out of the park. So he agreed to do a screen test. Mm -hmm. Something that, you know, you know, a lot of major stars don't want to do once they have years of experience. They don't th feel like they need to do a screen test any longer. Yep. So he showed up in true Tony Stark style wearing a tuxedo. He impressed all of the executives and was hired for $2.5 million plus potential bonus if the film did well on yeah, site. I think it did pretty well. Yeah. What did he end up making for the whole total? 
That's <clears throat> that's the kicker. So 2.5 mil sounds like a pretty good sum, but it's peanuts compared to what Danny earned when he renegotiated for his contract with Marvel after Iron Man's success and estimated 50 million for the Avengers alone. Just just the Avengers movie. The th- just the first Avengers movie. Just the Avengers movie. Um can I share a little secret with you? Yeah. On his current IMDb page. Yeah. Black Widow, which is now in post production. Yes, I'm so excited. It's because and they've delayed it like three yeah. times because of the quarantine. It all it says Tony Stark, but it also says rumored. Yeah. Well, what they're rumoring is that they're going to use CGI because there are going to be some like time shift, like looking back things. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, you know, Black Widow did not make it through. Endgame. Oh, that's right. So her solo movie is backwards in time. Yeah, prequel. So yeah, all of those characters will still be a part of that universe. <clears throat> yeah. I'm Googling how much did... Uh, and another trick that they often use, too, is that they use already shot footage to pop in there for things like that. That they own. Interesting. I mean, I'm sure they have a ton of it. He was saying on a podcast, um, or to David Letterman's My, My Next Guest Needs No Instruction, either that or on Smartless, he was saying that the first couple times he had to wear the actual helmet, and then eventually he was like, you know what? Put some dots on here, folks. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it anymore. Can't even imagine. Um, he wasn't the first person that was cast. Terrence Howard was actually the first person that was cast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Man, he really missed the boat. He really did. We've, we've talked about this before. How, uh, yeah, he was actually replaced in Iron Man 2 and onward with Don Cheadle. Um, he, I think for my understanding is that the reason he was replaced is because he asked for a pay increase. And at the time, they didn't feel like they were able to give it to him because they needed to renegotiate with Robert Downey Jr. And they gave him more money because he's the star. Mm-hmm. And that Howard or Terrence Howard just went, mm, cool, I'm out. So then they found Don Cheadle. And he's still in all of the movies. As we go forward. That's amazing. And he's Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Another man full of nothing but like just sheer charisma and dry sense of humor. House of Lies. One of my favorite TV shows. So yeah. Um, Sorry I went down a rabbit hole. It's okay. I could tell. I could tell. I'm, it's, I'm on this article that has a running total of how much he made and by which film. Mm-hmm. And I'm up to uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, that's the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, running total three hundred ninety six to four hundred thirty five million dollars for all of his roles as Iron Man. Awesome! That's a half a billion dollars. Almost. Right on it is, like wow. Do your thing. No wonder he has an alpaca farm in Malibu. So so deserved. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wonder what you gave birth to an entire universe of movies. You played a role well enough to give them the the oomph to keep to keep going. This oh, oh that's rude. Sorry. Blowing up Hollywood. Um, RDJ calling you right now. Say hey, is. stop reading my amounts of money. Psh. He owes me a couple bucks. <laughs> uh, this the last phrase of this article says, considering how much da- money Downey's movies ended up racking up, he was probably worth that initial five hundred thousand dollar deposit, having gone on to earn more himself than Iron Man did over its entire domestic run at the box office. So he made, after all the movies are said and done, he made more than the first one made. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. 
Do you know that he improvised most of the original movie? Oh, I'm sure. I think this is so cool. Um, so the Iron Man script was never entirely completed. So Downey and, and Favreau, Favreau, Favreau directed that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Favreau would essentially conduct improvised rehearsals before shooting. Mm-hmm. And they just had the plot. Jeff points. Bridges hated it, by oh, the way. Sure, sure. <laughs> like he found it very, very troubling to like not have a proper script, um, and had to like completely readjust his way of like thinking. And um, he says that it freaked him out. He was very anxious. He likes to be prepared. I like to know my lines. So that's just where it came from. Mm-hmm. Very prepared. And Robert Downey Jr. was the opposite. You know, he's he's absolutely fine with improvisation mm-hmm. because he's so intelligent and has yep. such a dry, sarcastic sense of humor. Had no problem just improvising on the spot. Whatever yep. he needed to do. And as long as you hit your plot beats, it doesn't really yeah. matter what the specific words are that yeah. get you from A to B. Yeah. So I found that really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing that I thought was really cool. Toy companies, because, you know, all of those superhero figures, like they make figurines, they make, you know, the pop funk dolls, all of that stuff. They were really hesitant to create any merchandise lines because... um. They were first of all, they were concerned about some of the adult themes mm-hmm. in the Iron Man movies, um, <clears throat> but they also didn't think that they would make any money. They didn't think it was going to be profitable. Boy, a lot of people missed the boat on that. Right? One. Toy companies weren't convinced that Marvel's Flying Man in an armored suit was going to sell. They sure are pretty positive now, aren't they? Right? Completely. Wow. Mm-hmm. If I had a dollar for everybody that was wrong about this whole thing. Right. Um, so, I mean, needless to say, it was a huge box office hit and it was a huge surprise to everyone. <laughs> um, the very early projections suggested it would come in at $100 million for its domestic box office run. Um, the trailer started to hit. People started to get excited about it. The film ended up making its $100 million estimate domestically during its opening weekend alone. Cleared $585 million worldwide by the time that it left theaters. Oh, that's not the same amount of money that Robert Downey Jr. made? No. I bet at the time of the writing of that, it wouldn't have made an extra $100 million. In the In the beginning, the film executives hoped that they, hoped that they would be able to break even. Yeah. What was the budget for the first Iron Man? I don't know. Find out. But they did give Favreau and Downey a Bentley and a Mercedes after it was over with. Oh, based on the cars in the... Yeah. And Audi's given Junior Downey like a oh, million... Yeah. He can have any Audi Dude, he wants. Audis are all over the Marvel movies. The Captain Americas, it's nothing but Audis everywhere. Yeah, I mean... They ha- and the Avengers movies. It cost $140 million to make Iron Man. Well, they did better than break even then. Oh, yeah. They did all right. It, um, 585 on its $140 million. I mean, the movie business is, if you're going to throw $140 million at anything, plus that's not just the, that's not the total budget for the film. No. That's, that's pr- the production budget. Right. <clears throat> Actually, it could be. Maybe they, because generally the rule of thumb on film marketing is it's three times what you shoot the movie for is what you pay to advertise it. Right. So maybe they made it for, 40 and then they spent 100 million on marketing maybe 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 not 
I could Google the marketing budget, but I don't feel like it. Do you remember what Stan Lee's character, his cameo character was? It was like a um, Playboy-esque type of... He was Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Yeah. He showed up um, with two Playboy bunny-looking models, blonde young, dressed with his pipe and his smoking jacket. I wonder what those young ladies have gone on to do with their lives. You know, I'm looking at him right now, and I'm saying probably drinking a box of wine on the sofa. Yeah, he's got like a... <laughs> one I've of not them, seen either of them again. One of them looks young. The other one looks like she's in her 30s. The other one looks like a very uh, much younger version of Ariana Huffington. Hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah. Um, All right. Well, so that's our little interesting dive into Iron Man super facts iron man super facts do and and we're not going to go into oh you know what we didn't reveal at the beginning of this episode <gasps> what the score your score from was yesterday i don't think anybody's going to notice scored about a 78 percent should i cut that into the beginning of this you, episode you can you don't have to i'm not gonna um all right i can't wait to find out what tomorrow's all about because as long as it's not friday We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, there we Sorry, go. Sorry, I thought you were going to say the whole thing. Bye, guys. <laughs>